Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe it, Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. He's 54. NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9920. And enter the PIN 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. You know, I need to find that guy and uh, get Marty back and so we could add uh, Rick to that um, lineup. All right, guys, I'm going to turn it over to Chris. He's going to give you all the information, except I'm going to say one thing. We're starting out the show with an all-time record of the number of people listening to Sports Lounge. We've never broken this record before, so keep it going, guys. All right, well, we'll try. And, uh, you know, the thing is, I think we had a really good one time one of, uh, on one of our Saturday night shows before the Super Bowl. I think we had a really high turnout just before uh, Steve Nomer was coming on. So that'll be out from before yeah. Pam. Before Pam. Yeah. Or was it Pam? I don't know. I think it was Steve because I think it was last year we did the show. Uh, we didn't do a Saturday show, I don't think. Yeah. But no, anyway. No, but, no, Pam Stevens was always on Saturday after us. She was, yeah. yeah. And then Steve came on after us. Oh, her that's Saturday. right. Steve was later. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm thinking about the Sunday night show. But anyway, this anyway. is uh, getting back to today and now and stuff. It's uh, October 26th of 2021. It's show number 166. Robert, does your dog really like shelter pets or something? What was going on there? <laughs> uh, no, uh, whenever a delivery truck or mail truck or, or, or anything goes by, she loses her mind. So, right, Well, she lost her mind during the shelter pet commercial. I thought yeah, that was I, funny, I know. actually. Yeah. So anyway, and Rick Swan is here. We're going to try to get him on the list sometime if we can get Marty back or get somebody else to do a new yeah, uh, and hopefully open. we get Marty back. We miss him. So yeah. We well, anyway, so the agenda for the show today: we have uh, the panel, of course. Then we we go through the deaths. There's only four deaths, but one of them is a local uh, guy here, Bob Newmeyer. We want to talk about him, and he had national connections too. Then we have the NFL, we have baseball, we have college football, we have the NBA, we have the NHL, and then some media stuff that we can throw in, because some of it has to do with the NHL, and then I know Bill wants to talk about uh, some apps that people can get, so forth. So we can throw that into the NHL section. Uh, racing, <laughs> and, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> and anyway, they say that the rain is supposed to get rid of your allergies. I don't know. And that's the point <laughs> yeah. of my panel thing is the weather. If there were going to be a World Series game here tonight, there wouldn't be a World Series game here tonight <laughs> because, and of course, we all know that the Braves are playing the Astros and they'll be inside and all that, and that's fine. But uh, they would have gotten rained out tonight. And the funny thing is uh, tonight and maybe even tomorrow, because it's still not going to be good, and then if they came back, if they played the Dodgers and they came back Friday, you know, they would have played the first 
to in Los Angeles. They were talking about some rain Friday and Saturday, too. No, I heard on my local news, Chris, that you guys are going to have a major nor'easter that will last for several yes. days. Yeah, and well, and that's what I'm, I'm going to hearken back to is 1975. Um, people may remember or may not that in uh, we, uh, the Thursday night game was the fifth game on October 16th. We didn't play the sixth game, the one everybody remembers with the Carlton Fisk home run, until Tuesday, October 21st, because we had one of these things. So mm-hmm. the last week or two of October, we get these. This is, uh, it was October 30th, 91. We had the perfect storm. Uh, we, of course, Hurricane Sandy was this week uh, in, you know, 2012, which affected the whole Northeast. You know, we've had a lot of them. I mean, I remember there was one like last year on the, like the last Saturday in October. Pretty much almost any year we get these. So we're, this is a harbinger of uh, fall. This is where the leaf falling really picks up. You have one of these things because we're going to have winds up to about 60 miles an hour and uh, you really wipe out a lot of the leaves and then all the gutters are clogged and everything floods and it's just great. Rick, go ahead. Okay, before I start, Chris, I don't think you gave the show number and the date. Oh, yeah, I, I did say October 26th of 21, but I didn't say 166. That's what I did. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he did. Oh, okay. I, didn't. I did say the 26th. I knew that part, but 166. Uh, yeah, no, you did say 166. For all the yeah. podcast aficionados, if we're yeah. aficionados, they are too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's, it's been kind of a down week this week. Like Chris was talking about the weather, and then, of course, the Red Sox collapsed at this time last week. We thought they were in good shape. It felt like they were up a lot more than two to one, and they just fell apart. They barely scored the rest of the series. Uh, Giants came up with a win. I didn't think I'd ever see a 25-point win be so bad. It was just terrible football. Carolina, my, my God, they were awful, which uh, I should grin because one of my uh, fantasy quarterbacks is Sam Darnold, and he was just awful. He was seeing his ghost again at the medal. Yeah. So, uh, um, so I'm not, you know, I'm not going to, I never look a, a, win, a two and five team, look a win in the, you know, give to us in the mouth, but it was bad. And I think the whole week in the NFL was pretty bad. Uh, it, the, was. it was. The Sunday Ooh. afternoon games, I think the average margin of victory was like 21 points. Yeah, was, no, we had some yeah. major blowouts. <laughs> This week, the only the only yeah. close game was you know between a, a one and five and a two and three team Atlanta and Miami. That was the only close game, and then even the even the prime time games, which have been great this year, they weren't terrible score wise. But Thursday night we had Cleveland with all those injuries, and then Sunday and Monday night we had the weather. And last yeah. night's game I thought was awful. Uh, yeah. You know, um, uh, Geno Smith had nothing, and all the ones could do was give the ball to Kamara. If it wasn't for him, they couldn't have done anything. Yeah. <laughs> So it, it was a little bit of a boring week. Hopefully, better things are coming this. I think we will be better this week, starting with Thursday night. That's a good. Oh game. yeah, that should be a good game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Harry? Next Monday night, so isn't so. <laughs> but we'll get to that <laughs> yeah. the schedule. But uh, good thing we don't have any any uh, World Series games here because Sunday we had about almost three inches of rain, and then between tomorrow and Thursday we're supposed to get another, possibly up to two more inches. But the good th- the good thing there is it is definitely needed. We are way behind for the year, so we'll take it. Good thing it's in uh, water and not that white stuff that comes down, you know, yeah. that we could get this time of year. But uh, uh, it's been a good week uh, here in uh, northern Iowa. My, the team that I follow, they pulled off a nice upset. They beat six-rated South Dakota State. That's a good road win. So, uh Iowa, of course, was off. They licked their wounds, you know, from losing to Purdue. Yeah, Iowa State had a couple a, of spots. See, the charge is on, Perry. I told yeah. you some of these teams in front yeah, start to lose. Iowa State, Iowa State had a nice win. They beat Oklahoma State. That was a good win for them. They needed it. And uh, on and on we go. So uh, 
Bill, what's up in the great state of Florida? It's 56 degrees here. I'll bet it's not 56 there. I think we're hovering around the 86 mark. But um, I guess just been keeping kind of busy doing shows and, of course, watching the Colts games on Sunday night. Uh, that was quite a game, speaking of bad weather. But they held yeah. on, won that game. Um debuting a new piece of software which enables it's a news gatherer and it gathers news sports and all that kind of stuff so we got to keep us plenty of material and it's kind of like a kid with a new toy so you're testing it out and really uh, putting it through its paces so that's what i'm doing robert so he'll he'll figure out the toy and then, then he gets to try it if as best as he can yeah. he gets to try to tell me how it works right that's right uh well here will be a um, job in its own right bill <laughs> uh, here uh we began the whole bad weather process uh, with the big storm that we had roll through here over the weekend and we have more headed our way as a matter of fact um, so, uh, yeah, and believe me, I'm not complaining. We are way behind in, in what we need as far as water is concerned. So, you know, yes, it was rather destructive, but it actually put out all of the major fires. They are they are all out as far as I know. Uh, but, of course, with, with all the stuff that was burned, that creates mudslides, that creates flooding, and and uh, on top of everything else this week, I'll be turning another year. I have a birthday coming up on Thursday. So, That's right. Uh, happy, so, birthday, happy birthday, Robert. Happy birthday, Robert. Yeah. Um, so it's been uh, rather but crazy But you're still around. older than me and Sean, so that's a good thing. Uh, ab- yeah, ab- younger than me, but younger than me, Bick and, uh, Rick and Bill. That's so, correct. You know. Yep. I'll, I'll be you're the 50. lost middle. Wait a minute. I think you're the lost middle child, Robert. Yes. I, I, yeah, I'll be 57. So, uh, yep. Yeah, yep, right. Uh, four, four out of six. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, but no, uh, um, other than that, uh, my Raiders are doing fantastic. I'm looking forward to playing Rick's Giants. <laughs> uh, uh, hopefully, Luckily you get the rest of it. You're going to need it with five. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm really impressed with the first two games under the new coach. And a matter of fact, a lot of the players have already went to Mark Davis and Mike Mayock and said, "We would like to play for this person on a full time basis. Please make sure you consider him for the full time job." So, okay. um, but I don't, I don't know when you have an interim coach whether you can just give him the full time job without conducting interviews with the Rooney Rule. I'm not up on that, and so I don't know what the legal ramifications are. But the players have been impressed on how things have been run the last two weeks. They said it's a lot easier to do our jobs. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. So anyway, that's all I've got. Let's go to Texas, where hopefully the weather is a lot better. Well, it's in the 80s here, but it's going to start cooling down a little bit in the next uh, tomorrow, I think. But it was 90 yesterday. We had a record temperature for this time of year. But, uh, well, and I want to thank, I can't remember the guy's name. He was the caller to All Things Radio on Thursday from the Bronx who left the voicemail. I want to thank him. I don't know if he listens to this one also, but he alerted me to a podcast. It's called the Sports Media Podcast. You just, and you tell your device to play the Sports Media Podcast. And it's two guys from the New York Post, but it's not a New York-centric Podcasts. They talk a lot of national stuff. They they try not to make it a New York 
podcast. You know, they yeah, I listened to all now. three episodes yesterday. Very good. Yeah, and and they're not that long. No, they're, they're like not. And I think the new ones either come out on the on Tuesdays or Wednesdays because the newest one was on Tuesday the nineteenth, okay. and they covered all kinds of stuff. You know, they they went through. You know, they analyzed the different stories as far as they you know media deals and certain others. So I mean, it. I, you know. I recommend it. So anyway, uh, so what's it called? Uh, if you ask for it, the, what do you ask for? Ask you for ask the for the sports media. media podcast. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sports. It's called sports media, and their names are like Marshawn and Haran or something like that. That's their last names. But it'll, yeah, it'll one is one is from the one is from the post, and I forget where the other guy's from. So yeah, and it'll say good. play. It'll say it'll start telling you playing now playing Harshan Moran. Yeah, and uh, be sure media. to always say play the latest episode. Otherwise, yeah, you, yeah. Or you can go previous. You can go through, but yeah. but yeah. But anyway, speaking of. Uh, contacting, and if you want to contact us at any time throughout the week, uh, we'd love to hear from you at 773-572-7715 or 800-693-0595, option number two, and you can say it's for Sports Lounge Live, or you can email us at sportslounge at allsportsradio.net. So, speaking of the crazy world in the NFL, which really the boring week in the NFL, if you want to know this, you're like Rick said, I think we had a and oh, you guys can always call in also. Yeah, we got the deaths first, though. Yeah, we, the we, deaths. Do, we do, we do. We can't uh, get to the exciting NFL until we do the exciting deaths. <laughs> okay. Only four. We have, <laughs> we have Dave Washington, 73 years old. He was a linebacker. He went to Alcorn State in Mississippi, played from Den- for Denver, 70 and 71. Buffalo, 72 and se- through 74. 49ers, 79, 5 through 77. Detroit, 78 through 79. And then, uh, let's see, and New Orleans in 80, and that was the team that didn't win any game, the Aints. And uh, Pro Bowl in 76, six interceptions and one uh, touchdown on those, and 15 recoveries and one touchdown. And it was a minister in Jackson, Mississippi, before he died. Don Stone Cipher, 94 years old. He was a Chicago Cardinals wide receiver from 51 through 56. He had, he had uh, 2,001 yards and 14 touchdowns. He uh, was uh, an All-American at Northwestern, and he was part of the uh, Rose Bowl winning 1949, uh, well, the Rose Bowl of 49, the 48-49 Northwestern team. So there you go. And that's a famous team because they can't kind of came out of nowhere like Northwestern teams do every 20 years or so and go to the Super Bowl. And uh, so then the one that really affected us here was Bob Newmeyer, 70 years old. Now, I thought that he was older uh, because uh, Miss A uh, said that he was uh, seventy, you know, born, born in forty-six. But there's a lot of Bob Newmeyers on there, and David USF looked him up, and he was seventy years old. And uh, well, actually, found an obituary that Chad Finn from the Globe wrote, and it did say he was seventy. And what I forgot, because I knew how early he did the Whalers, and I thought that maybe he had done some other things before that. But I forgot Syracuse people, and that's where he graduated from in seventy-two can get um, a job really quickly. Bob Costas did the St. Louis uh, Spirits probably in 23 years old or something, and uh, Bob Newmeyer yeah. pretty much went to Hartford and did the Whalers uh, right out of Syracuse pretty much. He uh, Again, he graduated from there in 72, and then he went to the did the Whalers from se- the 74-75 season through the 78-79 season. If I'd ever interviewed him, and I have interviewed some broadcasters in my time, I would have asked him why he didn't go to the NHL with the Whalers. I don't know. Now, Chris, did, does that mean that Chuck Caton 
is the one that replaced Bob Newmeyer? Yes, he did. Okay. Yep. So he did the okay. Whalers all those years. But okay. Bob Newmeyer was excellent, too. Of course, you may have heard him doing the Bruins. But he, uh, anyway, through 78, 79. Then Chad Finn had him coming to BZ. And so there's kind of a gap there. He had had him at BZ from 81 through 2000. So I'm not sure. Sometimes these things are a little bit off. But he was the Channel 4. He was the, the reporter and anchor. Bob LaBelle was the main anchor. But he did a lot of anchoring, too. Then he did the Bruins from the 95-96 season through 99 and 2000. Uh, that was when they came uh, back to WBZ Radio, uh, where they were, you yeah. know, now they're with the Sports Hub, etc. But And then D- he and Dale Arnold did a uh, show at WEI on midday, Dale and Numi from 02 through 05. And then, uh, and then he went to, uh, but he did the, the things he's known for nationally is he did horse racing for NBC. He was on, always on their triple crown coverage and I assume their breeders cup coverage. He did, uh, and he got interested in horse racing. He said this one time at the Weymouth fair, he was from Weymouth, which is right next to, uh, uh, Quincy and Braintree, right next to Weymouth. Three towns are sort of like a little enclave here. And, uh, he went to the Weymouth fair and he'd, uh, he couldn't bet the horses cause he would have been 10, 12 years old, but he would go and watch them and go around the stables and just got really interested in horse racing. He was a better of other sports too. He would always talk. He, he was kind of ahead of his time. He would have been good on these bet QL things and all that stuff. You know, it's funny though, the NBC and the NHL seems like they have a number of guys that have done hockey and horse racing. Eddie <laughs> yeah. Olchek, yeah. Bobby, yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's oh, right. That goes back to when Elliot, he did hockey. He did the Rangers and you know, the hockey and horse racing team to go together for some reason. Eddie Olchek, of course. Olchek, you know? Of course, yeah. Olchek was a player too. And then he's, he's always at the Derby. Yep. And the, yeah. Yeah. So then he did uh, NFL reporting for uh, NBC. He hosted the uh, NHL on N- NBC. Uh, he did uh, Olympics in 06 and 08 for them. They went winter in 06 and the summer in 08. And then uh, he, he collapsed just before the Derby, the day before the Derby in 09. He, I don't think he was able to do the broadcast. But then he got a, had a stroke in 14, but he came back to uh, Comcast at the time, which is now NBC Boston. But uh, he, you know, he had heart death failure and congenital heart failure, and he, he was in hospice for the last eight weeks. So uh, that's uh, sad news for us around here because he was very good. And uh, they used to imitate him all the time. And, you know, he'd say something, he'd say, what's wrong with that? That was his big line, you know. Okay. And the last person, Frederick, Frederick Anderson Head, for, uh, 49 years old, and he was a pro from Sweden, golf pro from 92 through 15, three wins, and not on the PGA. He did play on the PGA, but he never won here. He won in the Euro, Euro, Euro tournament and the Challenger Tour, and then he was commentator on Swedish golf from 16 through 21, So, and he died of cancer. So mm. that was it for him. But uh, anyway, that was a shock, though, with Bob Newmar. I, I didn't know that yeah. was going on. So anyway, all right, moving to the NFL. And the first game, I picked it wrong. I picked the Denver Broncos because I thought there's no, way the, there's no way the Browns can win this game. Too many injuries, but they won it 17-14, and they ran the ball like crazy against Denver, really. Uh, no, Denver is not good. Uh, uh, I, I'm going to predict it right now. I think Fangio is gone at the end of the year. Yeah, they were 3-0, and but people didn't realize they played the Giants, the Jets, and the Jaguars. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know who Carolina played, but they're in the same boat. They're heading in the wrong direction, that's for well, sure. Well, they have a newer yeah, coach. can't play without yeah. McCaffrey. That's, you know, yeah, that's true. He that's needs true. McCaffrey to take, you know, to, if they're watching McCaffrey, then Donald can do something. But. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why he couldn't do anything with the Jets, because they didn't have McCaffrey there either. Nope. That's right. <laughs> 
Well, I don't know if two new teams emerged in the uh, AFC or, or what, but we had Tennessee killing. We'll get to the other one later. Tennessee yeah. killed Kansas City 27 to 3. Mahomes, uh, he went to the, is he in the concussion protocol or uh, what? He, he, he was, he was clear just, uh, but during uh, the game. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't, okay. Reed did not bring him, back, put him back in. Yeah, yeah. They didn't see there was any point in it. Yeah. Yeah. But they, there were two more turnovers for him. I think they've got uh, nine or 10 turnovers already. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's it was, crazy. it was funny and though. Defense I was, is awful. It was funny though because we, of course, I was listening to the Titans, and uh, they were like third and two in the on their first drive. And Mike, he says, uh, "What would you do here?" And his analyst, something to get six, <laughs> and they did. That. And on the very next play, they had a touchdown. So yeah, yeah. Well, Henry had a kind of quiet day, but they they didn't really need him. They just yeah. uh, blew them he away. Threw a touchdown pass. Uh, yeah, he threw a <laughs> yeah. touchdown pass. So you know. <laughs> Cincinnati beat Baltimore forty-one seventeen, and this was not this was a closer game than that. They scored a couple of touchdowns at the end, but Joe Burrow really had his coming out party for people who didn't believe in him. And the Bengals aren't on TV that much, and I'm sure a lot of the country got to see this four hundred sixteen yards and three touchdowns. So he really uh, is doing well. So yep. did Jamar Chase, my God, yeah. yards receiving, yeah. Yep, that's right. Well, that's the LSU connection. That's why the Bengals drafted Chase, Rick. Uh, yeah, you know. and Cincinnati's defense has looked very, very good all year. That, they're a tough team. They are. Mm-hmm. Patriots beat the Jets 54-13. to This is not the first time the Patriots have killed the Jets. They do this every <laughs> few years. And, you know, the Jets have now lost, uh, I think it's, what, 12 in a row to the Patriots. Yeah. They haven't beaten them in Foxborough since they won that playoff game in the 2010-2011 season. And uh, they, the Patriots, you know, just really did what they wanted to do. Of course, uh, Zach Wilson got hurt, and uh, they traded afterwards for Joe Flacco, so he'll be around uh, to get yeah. to play for the Jets. Flacco's you know. going to be their starter probably for the next month because Wilson's supposed to be gone for anywhere from two to four weeks. It could be longer than that. But Patriots uh, have their problems. They've got injuries on the defensive backfield, and they're going to be facing Justin Herbert. That's a whole other story next yeah. week. I think there's going to be a real shootout in San Diego because it looks like the Patriots are starting to get it to uh, yeah, LA. LA, yeah. yeah. And um, I, you know, I, you know, I haven't said Redskins all year at least, yeah. but uh, the, uh, you know, they. Uh, so I did I, that I think last week, Chris, and I had to do the schedule over. Like uh, somebody would get me on that, so I better just do it. Yeah, you know. So, uh, but but the Patriots are, you just are can't starting to some of these things because they, I mean, the, the Ravens had three home games in a row. And then the first and third one, you had Wentz and Burroughs throw for over 400 yards each. The yeah. game, they had Justin Herbert, who got completely shut down. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. right. And, of course, there's a little revenge factor for the Chargers, because the Patriots beat them like 45 to nothing last year in Los yeah. Angeles. So, yeah. So we'll see what happens. Okay. And then, uh, so it's a knee injury. So what exactly is his knee injury for Wilson? I'm um. <laughs> it's uh, not the patella tendon. It's another one of those tendons yeah. that's okay. in the knee, and they say two to four weeks. And since they didn't have a re- reliable quarterback on the roster, they sent they a six. Joe Flacco. They sent a six-round draft pick to Philadelphia for Flacco, and of course, Flacco's already been with the Jets. He yep. was there last year. Yep. He still had his uniform. It still had the name on. It. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. And uh, Jones, just for history, in case he does it again a few times in his life, threw for over 300 yards the first time, 307. So they, right. they were starting to let him go a little bit. Green Bay beat Washington 24 to 10, and uh, Rodgers uh, threw three touchdown passes. Uh, and, you know, just Washington was down there a lot. The whole third quarter, 
they were down like inside the 10 or 15 yard line, they they would have a turnover. They couldn't get in. Yeah. They you know They'd go on fourth down and not yeah. make it. Yeah, they, yeah. They actually had the, the time of possession. They were all over me. Yeah. You know, and the interesting yeah. thing, interesting thing on this game is Taylor Heineke. His dad, I guess, was from Wisconsin, and he, and yeah. he said they grew up watching Packer games together and and all that. So he said it was an honor for him to play at uh, Lambeau Field, Lambeau. but the, the yeah, biggest yeah. story with the Packers coming out over the past couple of days, and there's been a, a further development in the past 10 minutes or so, uh, Devontae Adams, we know yesterday, was placed on the COVID list, uh, one of their wide receivers, well, about 10 minutes ago, Alan Lazard, uh, another one of their wide receivers, this, of course, he played at Iowa State, has been placed on the COVID list, so the Packers have a COVID <laughs> problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're saying it's contact tracing because their defensive coordinator's out and somebody else, but they're worried about the contact tracing, I think. This is, I think, the first players we've had. We've had the coaches in New Orleans, but I don't think right. we had any players. Right. Oh, and, no, and they're saying oh, no, we've, had, we've, had, we've had a few players. Yeah, we are uh, coach, yeah. too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, one of my guys was that guy. Yeah, was it Goddard. Goddard yeah, yeah, and the running back for Chicago a couple weeks ago. And, yeah, okay. Then. And they're saying and they're I believe, games Thursday. That's why, and, you know, they're saying they don't. You know, they're saying they think it's con. They're not officially saying contact tracing, but you know, they're making sure. That if it were Sunday, the, they might. And the back. way the NFL words it, they, when they place them on the COVID list, they really don't even have to tell you if it's a positive test. So they just say that when it comes to the notification, because I'm guessing, Bill, you've seen these like I have. It'll just say X name placed on the COVID list, and that's usually all it says. That's right. And what I'm hearing, like I said, what I'm hearing that he might be available Sunday, but he's playing Thursday. That kind of who's well, in. Well, I think don't they is. have the different rules for if you're vaccinated and if you're not, so that if you're they, uh, they do not yeah, vaccinated, you have to be out ten days. But if so, it sounds like these guys have been vaccinated. So. Okay. Bill, were you trying to say something? I thought I heard you in the No, I was also going to say, isn't the Bears coach uh, tested yes, positive that for, is, that is correct. for that is correct. COVID? Yeah. Oh, so, Nagy? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That could be the best thing that's happened to the field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll get to them in a minute. Giants beat Carolina twenty-five to three. And I know it was five to three. Buster Posey had a home run for the Giants. Put the Giants head five to three for a while. It was unfortunate they were playing a team that didn't have it. But you know, they, yeah. it was Atlanta. They go, oh, the Giants are out of the Braves five to three. You know, but they have, they're playing Carolina, but. I, so what happened at the end of that game? Like they they kind of lost interest in, on Channel eighty eight on in it. But did the Giants? I mean, Darnold was terrible. So yeah. you're not giving a whole lot of credit to the Giants' defense, are you, Rick, or what? Not as much as it looks like. No, and, the, and the, well, the, the Panthers also had a couple of offensive linemen out, and and the Giants got like six sacks, which is more than they had total for the year, I think. Right. It's a. Um, I mean, they played well. What can you say? But. It's, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the, the offense was was great. They still have most of the injuries on offense. Slate yep. coming back, but that's been Shepard was out again. Yeah, um, and apparently so. they're unhappy with Darnold in Carolina because the rumor is now that uh, along with the Miami Dolphins, the Carolina Panthers are also talking to Houston about Deshaun Watson. So yeah, um, we'll see um, what happens. And the trading deadline is next Tuesday. At 4 p.m. Eastern. So now I forget with Watson. Is he on a uh, a commissioner's no. list to not play? No, 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 he, no, he, no, is, no he is not. He is not. The team is him. the team is holding him out. Okay. Yeah. 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 They cannot put him on the list because they can't. They can't do anything while there's the FBI. While there's the police investigation. Well, still some pending. But, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and there's also 
the investigation on that on the other side, apparently uh, FBI is investigating that there may be some blackmail from one of the girls. Uh, exactly. Uh, All right. Yeah, so. I heard that. That uh, and I just heard this recently, but it, supposedly a couple of months ago, those twenty-two civil suits—they were getting close to settling them. And the the problem was that they that the, not the Watson side, but the other side wanted it to be a a secret settlement, and Watson didn't want it to be secret, which is weird. It's usually the other way around. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that that might be a good sign for him. Now, Watson uh, has the no trade contract, so they're thinking so, yeah, he, he can, wants to go to Miami. Dicta- yeah. he, he can di- dictate where he wants to go. Yeah. So. Right. Okay. Atlanta beat Miami 30-20. Uh, I knew Miami wasn't going to win this game because they should have taken that <laughs> bye week after they came back from one, but they didn't. And they've lost six in a row. So. And they've yeah. lost six in a row. And how did, they, how did the Patriots lose to that woeful team, we wonder now. But uh, anyway. But if you believe what you hear, Brian, uh, Brian, Brian Flores... Is on the hot seat. Now. Hot seat. Yep. <laughs> yep. He's on the steam bath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess two. I guess two will play okay. You know, two played okay. Yeah, didn't play bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Arizona beat Houston thirty-one to five. I didn't listen to very much of this game, uh, but that, know, that, that was another one of those scoreonomies I was talking about last week. That yeah. Never and, been a thirty-one to five game before. As I said earlier, and as I said a few other places. The Astros had higher scores than the Texans did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, uh, yeah, the, the, the woes continue for Houston. And, of course, we've got that big game coming up on uh, Thursday night. We'll get to that. And uh, and Ertz, uh, Zach Ertz caught a touchdown pass for the Cardinals, and that was he's the first NFL player to ever catch two touchdowns in two weeks for two different teams, the consecutive yep. weeks. Yeah, and I think Philadelphia is going to regret giving him up like that. I think Arizona is going to benefit greatly for him well, being Well, you know, he was a back. I mean, uh, Goddard is more of the tight end there. I mean, you don't need two tight ends when you're one and six or whatever. And if you've yeah. got a draft choice out of the deal, you know, or two and five, whatever they are, they're going to, you know, they're one of the uh, big teams that's going to be in that, you know, top five or six picks. And uh, if they got another pick that's uh, worth something, you know. And, okay. and remember, Philadelphia is going to have extra picks this year anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's really going to hurt Philly, but it is going to help Arizona. Yes, oh, well. yeah. Okay, the Rams beat the Lions 28-19. Lions played pretty good. They, the they Lions really gave played, them a tough time. Yes, yeah. they did. But, I, but I was listening to that game most of the time. It was that. the only competitive game, really, that was yeah. going on at that point. The Lions have done that several times this year, and I mean, they don't have any wins. But goodness gracious, I mean, they have played competitively, and and they they did it again this week. I I kind of wonder if the Rams maybe looked ahead a little bit because and thought you know this was going to be an easy game, and it certainly was not. Well, Campbell broke out all star, you know, um, an onside kick and two fake gas. Yeah, going crazy. Yeah. Uh, the, another game that was terrible was Tampa Bay, and I'm sure we'll hear from Jamal on this one. Tampa Bay uh, beat the Bears 38-3, to and, uh, you know, it, I'm sure they called off the dogs. with 35-3 to at halftime, I'm sure. That is, yeah, they yeah. did. The second half, they didn't really do much. And, and of course, course in this game, Brady threw his 600, 600 uh, touchdown, and, and a fan got a hold of it, and uh, the, <laughs> I guess Mike Evans threw it to Gave a it fan, away, yeah. not yeah. realizing that, you know, and, yeah. and they had to go and uh, offer the guy, you know, all sorts of well, stuff to get yeah, the ball here's back. What he, here, I have exact. Here's what he got with the fans, and and he he settled it, and they uh, gave him two. They gave him two signed uh, Brady jerseys because he was there with a friend who had season tickets. They gave him 
a Mike Evans, because he's a huge Mike Evans fan, we give him Mike Evans signed uh, jersey, plus the cleats. Mike Evans signed those. They give him season tickets for the rest of this year and for next year. And then Tom Tom Brady last night was on the Peyton and Eli deal over on ESPN2, and he gave him a $63,000 Bitcoin because... They estimated this game ball was worth at least six hundred thousand dollars. And you know, and not only that, Tom Brady. There was a little kid, and Tom Brady went over and, and I guess signed with this little kid. And I guess the little kid actually yeah, cried. Well, yeah, well, he said the kid had a sign saying, "Tom Brady helped me fight brain cancer." Yeah, that's. And, yeah. and Brady saw it, and he came over, and he gave him a ball and signed yeah. it, and gave him a hug, and the kid was crying. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And then the, the other controversy that came out of this, of course, Jim Nance and Tony Romo were doing the, well, it's not a big country, but somebody took it. Jim Nance and Tony Romo and Tracy Wolfson were doing the game, and, you know, Tracy Wolfson reports they're negotiating, and, of course, Tony Romo just jokingly says, hey, I'd be asking for a date with Giselle. You know, I, as part of my negotiation, uh, what, uh, that's all he said was a date. And a reporter, her name escapes me for Yahoo Sports, yeah. went and said, oh, wrote this fair article going, how can you put down demean Giselle like this? And you, she is a businesswoman, a smart woman, a billionaire. Oh, my God. know her than Tom. And, you know, and it's like, you know, life. and it's like Tom Brady and Giselle are probably laughing it off. And, you know, and. They probably have to hear that because, I mean, Tony Romo, he can joke about that. I mean, look, he's got the his wife, the supermodel, she was a yeah. Dallas media yeah. person. Yeah. And, you know, so he, he and he didn't say, and and she used the word, how can you to encourage him to pimp his wife? He didn't say, oh my God, pimp his wife. He said, what about a date with Giselle? That's all he <laughs> hey, they were talking about it on the fan yesterday, and that's what they said on the <laughs> afternoon show. They were saying the same thing, you yeah. know, so... Yeah. Yeah. On sports talk, and, you can say a lot of different things that you can't say on national yeah. TV. Well, yeah. No, but either way, even but this reporter, she took it, and it's like you're you're coming to a quote unquote cause that Giselle and Brady don't even care about. No. They're like, oh well, and but it's just one reporter that said this, and I think she's catching a lot of heat even from other women. Oh, uh, she's a Yahoo. Anyway, uh, okay. Un- unfortunately, uh, with the Me Too movement and all the sexual harassment stuff that goes on in the world today. You can't even joke anything. Well, there's arenas that, that to do it. and a, You could do it on a sports talk show. Anybody, probably that was said a million times on a, almost every sports talk station yesterday. Yeah. You but, know, but Romo, even if they no, didn't hear Romo, what Romo said. Think, it doesn't mean they had to hear, ways, hear what Romo said. Yeah, yeah and I think in yeah. a lot of ways, you guys, we're giving it even more attention than it's probably. <laughs> right. So, yeah, probably, let's I go to the next score. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, well, Robert can talk about this because uh, I don't know any, much about it. Because again, I was paying attention to that Lions game. The Raiders beat uh, Philadelphia thirty-three twenty-two. Yep. And, uh, uh, no, and we touchdowns. And yep. we and we played very well. Carr went thirty-one out of thirty-four. Only yep. had three incompletions, and one of them, the uh, the ball bounced off the running back's hand and was turned into an interception. Or he he could have only had two uh, two completions uh, incompletions all day. I mean, they're playing really well, and I think the defense allowed the Eagles to get back in the game somewhat to make it interesting. But the score it does not indicate how dominating it right. was. Right, it was thirty-three to seven, yeah. I think, at one yeah. time. So yeah. So yeah. So uh, now we we get our bye week, and then we move on to go visit Rick and see what we can do there. The Giants, okay. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah the Joe Daniel beat. Jones, he's going out and catching passes now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Colts beat uh, San Francisco on Sunday night, 30 to 18, and in the rain. Of course, that big rainstorm going across California. And, uh, you know, I guess uh, what, what would uh, you have to say about that one, Bill? Well... It was a very hard game to play. You could hear the rain yeah. on the broadcast. You could just hear yeah. that and the wind and the rain. And the Colts adjusted better than the 49ers. Plus, the Colts quietly have had two players quietly emerge into some pretty daggone good players. Jonathan Taylor and this wide receiver. Uh, and Pittman. Pittman, yeah, Mike. Pittman. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. the, and Wentz is. No, he's a wide receiver. And, you know, Wentz is having above average year for him. Now, how yeah, long yeah, this well, is going to last? And,
key to break. The money button, as Gene Shepard used to call it. Yeah. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky. Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org slash caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? Touchdown at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Okay. How about the news? So, yeah, let's do the news and notes, finish them, and then we'll do the standings and the schedule. So uh, Jacob Eason went from the Colts to Seattle this week, because, of course, the Seattle is waiting for Russell Wilson to come back. Um, Matthew Stafford has 301 touchdown passes, now 12th in touchdowns, but he's behind, uh, and he passed John Elway in passes, but Elway's ahead because of rushing touchdowns. And we already talked about Brady with his 600, so uh, that that's good. Yeah, by the way, he's at 602, Chris. Yep, so Cooper Cup. Exactly twice has, as many as Stafford. Yeah, Cooper Cup with 800 yards and nine touchdowns in the first uh, seven weeks. And uh, in the Super Bowl era, that's the most anybody's ever had. So that's kind of amazing. And Seattle is 0-3 at home for the first time since 1996. So that's... Uh, Something you know, the Patriots finally won. It's weird. Those those are two uh, normally you know very uh, good teams at home, and the Patriots, uh, of course, uh, had lost all their games until they beat oh, the Jets. Boy, so. yeah. And Pittsburgh okay. had lost their first two or three home games. Yeah, which is that's right. Yeah. All right. And one so the, one quick thing. Yep. <laughs> you know, kickers they 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 disappear and the new kickers show up on teams every week. It's crazy. Washington had a new kicker this week, but it it didn't it doesn't over well to me for a for a last second field goal to win a game. Did you hear his name? No. Chris Blewett. Oh, I he, heard he him. was he was at Pitt, I think, in college. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and by the way, speaking of kickers, uh, Will Lutz, the kicker of the New Orleans Saints, said he had a setback setback in his injury, and he will not play in the 2021 season. So, I don't know who the Saints are using for kicker, but they may well, have a revolving somebody named Brian Johnson. Who I never it was his first NFL game. Yeah, well, they might have a revolving door for the rest yeah. of the year. So, 
All right. So the standings. Well, I got one one other. Hold on. One yeah. other note that I heard here. I just heard this today. I guess with the audio of this. Chris Spielman is going into the Lions Ring of Honor, and it's kind of cool the way they did this. They he had no idea that they were planning this. It was for the Detroit Philadelphia game coming. You know they're going to have him go in, and so what they had him do. They told him they wanted him to read an announcement, you know, a little promo saying this Sunday, Troy Lions are inducting, you know, and all this information about this player coming into the Ring of Honor. And in the middle, he realizes it's him, and they're all like, yeah, we got you there, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the AFC East, uh, of course, we had six uh, off teams, so now we're starting to get different numbers of uh, teams, six games, seven games played. Buffalo with four and two, Patriots three and four, the Jets are one and five, Miami one and six. In the north, Cincinnati five and two, and Baltimore five and two. <clears throat> Cleveland four and three, and Pittsburgh three and three. So everybody's in that division. That, that's yeah. uh, in a yeah. game and a half. In the south, Tennessee's pulling away five and two. Indianapolis. Well, the Colts are two out. Okay, Indianapolis three and four, but Jacksonville is one and five, and Houston one and six. In the west, uh, the Raiders are five and two. Chargers are four and two. Denver three and four, and Kansas City three and four. And uh, we'll see what happens to Denver and Kansas City. They don't look good lately. NFC East, Dallas five and one, and the rest of the division is two and five. The Giants, Philadelphia, and and Washington. So. Looks like Dallas is going to win that division. In the uh, north, we had Green Bay. Looks like they're going to probably win theirs too. They're six and one. Minnesota three and three. Chicago three and four. The Lions still zero and seven. The only winless team. In the south, we have Tampa Bay six and one. New Orleans four and two. Atlanta three and three. Cincinnati, uh, Carolina three and four. And in the west, we have Arizona, the only undefeated team, first time seven and zero Cardinal team since the '74 Cardinals under Don Coryell in St. Louis. Seven and zero. The Rams are six and one. San Francisco two and four, and Seattle two and five. And uh, so that's the standings. And let's see, we have the schedule for this week, week uh, eight, I guess it is. Thursday, October twenty eighth, we have Green Bay at Arizona, eight twenty p.m. on Fox and NFL Network. That's what I'm talking about. If they had had to deal with the World Series rainout, I don't know what the plans would be, but. Uh, you might see a World Series game at five in the afternoon, I guess, or something. But uh, luckily, they didn't have to know. deal with. Not luckily for me and Rick, but luckily for uh, baseball, <laughs> they didn't have to deal with this weather here. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Sunday, October thirty-first, Halloween. Carolina at uh, Atlanta, one p.m. on Fox. We have Miami at Buffalo, one p.m. on CBS. San Francisco at Chicago, one p.m. Uh, on. Uh, I've got a page turn to do, and that is on Fox. Okay. Then we have. Pittsburgh at Cleveland, 1 p.m. on CBS. Philadelphia at Detroit, 1 p.m. on Fox. Tennessee at Indianapolis, 1 p.m. on CBS. Cincinnati at the Jets, 1 p.m. on CBS. We have the Rams at Houston, 1 p.m. on Fox. We have some other big point spreads coming up. Oh, yes. uh, the Patriots are at the Chargers, 4.05 p.m. on CBS which means Fox has a doubleheader. Jacksonville at Seattle, 4.05 p.m. on CBS. We have uh, uh, Washington at Denver, 4.25 p.m. on Fox. And I guess the big game for them, uh, the late game, Tampa Bay at New Orleans, Tom Brady, the Tom Brady Network. Tampa yeah. Bay at New Orleans. Well, we got on CBS instead the other day, but Tampa yeah. Bay at New Orleans, 4.25 on Fox. 
<coughs> excuse me, Dallas at Minnesota, 8.20 p.m. on NBC. And that, that should be interesting. That should be good, yeah. Yeah, and the Monday night game, the Giants at Kansas City. That should be good. 8.15 p.m. <laughs> on ESPN. Boy, I, I think Patrick Mahomes is all of a sudden going to feel really good. <laughs> you might. That would be and a good game to get well managed. managed. Yeah, well, yeah, let's hope the Giants. Can, let's put, hope the Giants can play as well as the, as the Patriots did on that weird Monday night game last last year. At least they gave them a game. Yeah. And then uh, well, you know, after the back, they, they can at least put some points up because Kansas City's defense is awful. That's oh, right. they're they're pathetic. Oh. And the buys are the Raiders and Baltimore. So uh, oh, I think only Baltimore, two this week. Wow. Yeah, okay. Only two. Oh yeah. yeah. There's no, there's no rhyme or reason to these things. Oh, okay. Okay. So we have. Uh, Let's see. We did the standings. We get move on. Oh, we baseball. got a raised hand too, though. Oh, okay. Oh, you oh, have a, okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Perry, not Perry, but um, Pierre. I'm sorry. Pierre. Go ahead, Pierre. No, don't insult me that way. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, right. I can hit, I can hit that mute button, Pierre. <laughs> and I can hit the ultimate delete. <laughs> Harry the, po- Harry the Powerful, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, in that Saints game last night, that weather had a lot to do with it. But yeah. you could tell that Taysom Hill was missing because yeah. anytime the Saints get inside the 20, he takes over as quarterback and, uh, you know, he runs and all that. But, I mean, you could tell that he was missing because mm-hmm. there was a couple of times they got within the 20 and had to settle for a field goal. and. Yeah. Uh, Oops. Sorry, here, hit that unmute button again. I, d- I did not hit it on yeah. purpose that time. Oh, I, was lower, I was trying to lower Pierre's hand. Yeah. And you and muted him. Pierre, hit that unmute button again. Yeah. I don't know. How long? I think, I think you did that on purpose. <laughs> 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 All right. But, how, long uh, is supposed, how long is Hill supposed to be out? Who? Hill. Hill. How long? How long? I don't know. Okay. Oh, you know, okay. Uh, you but, were going to say something else, Pierre, before oh, yeah, you got uh, muted. Uh, I don't know if any of y'all watched the Ohio State game Saturday on TV, but those announcers, you could tell that they were for one team and one team only, and that oh, was from okay. for Ohio State. And yeah. they were trying. Oh, yeah. they, they were trying to figure out a way that they could get Cincinnati out of that number two position. And put Ohio State there. They were talking about strength of schedule, and oh. they were they were coming up with well, every way possible that they could. And, and see them. What, what they're doing, Pierre. Though they're forgetting that is the AP poll. I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter. The committee could still have Ohio State at number two, or they could even not have Ohio State in the top four because they have a loss. Michigan and Michigan State are playing each other, but one of them is going to be undefeated, so yep. you never know. And they, both no, still have to play, and they both still have to play Penn State and Michigan. That's yeah, right. they all have. Yeah, they all. Yeah. The round yeah. robin starts this weekend. So yeah, That's right. Okay. All right. So, uh, well, I guess we'll start with the baseball here. Before, and, we, uh, before, we do, before we do that, Al, you're unmuted already, but did you have your hand up? Uh, yeah, I pressed okay. star nine. So okay, I do, okay, go ahead. I, do, okay, I don't have to do star six, too. No. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, a couple of things. Uh, doesn't Atlanta have a dome stadium? Uh, no, they do not. No. Okay, no. I thought not they for did. baseball. With the rain coming in, no. yeah, because I thought they, I was going to mention they could play the, at the dome stadium, you know, but there is a, I don't know what they're going to do. They might just have the NFL go on the NFL network. Have well, no, no, no. Thursday there's a travel. 
Yeah, the, yeah, the way no. the World Series worked. Yeah, I was talking about if they had played, if the Red Sox had won the series with Houston and they were playing here, they would not be playing tonight and probably not even tomorrow night. So yeah, right. that's what I was talking about because okay. they would have hosted the Braves. Right. And also, uh, he was somebody was bringing up the Ohio State announcers on TV. I didn't know who these guys were. I never Dave. Cass. It was somebody ABC. It was on ABC. Yeah, but it was we, ABC. Didn't have, we didn't have the uh, regular guys that usually. It was were. Dave Passion. I forget who the analyst was. Yeah, yeah. Who's, who's with Dave Passion? Okay, Dave Passion, the Arizona Cardinals. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They never do the primetime games. Usually, you hear the Curb uh, Herb. <coughs> Bob Blackledge on those 8 o'clock games. Well, Herb Street was on... What game was he on? He was... Oh, yeah. Herb Street, Herb Street and Fowler, the ABC uh, primetime music. They were on, yeah, they were on they were. <laughs> think. But the other guy, you know, Bob Blackledge, he usually does the you know, night game. He's usually him. with Sean McDonough. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway... Uh, Sean McDonough was in last, Pittsburgh. I know that. I found out that right. last night that uh, Jim Nance and uh, Tony Romer are going to do the Pittsburgh... Cleveland oh, game. good. Yeah, they uh, are. They're going to be. They're going to do Pittsburgh Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, that should be a good game. Yep, that should be a and good also, game. And also, one thing about Joe Buck, he sure did a lot of traveling from Wednesday night oh, to yeah. Friday. to Cleveland in time for the Thursday night game, and then go back to uh, where was it? Uh, Houston. Which Houston? Yeah. Right, yeah, that's a lot of traveling for him. And then he's going to be in Houston, and then he'll be in Arizona on Thursday, and then in Atlanta on Friday. That's but correct. he won't be on the yeah. Sunday. You won't be on the Sunday game. Of views of Jeff Bennett on All Things Radio, don't these uh, people ever sleep? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing is, so he's going to be on every day because he's going to be on uh, the Sunday night game, you know, the World Series. So he'll be on every day because he's doing Thursday until Monday. Right. Today until Monday. Yeah, he'll have an off-day Monday, yeah. 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 And one last thing, I don't know if... uh, The quarterback's going to play, so I got a brain freeze now. <laughs> oh, uh, Baker, Baker, no, Mayfield, Mayfield, I, don't, I, I don't think Mayfield's no, going to play. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think he's playing. No, because now I heard last night that somebody mentioned on TV that he has a fractured shoulder. Yes, it I mean, I don't know if it was broken, labrum. but it's, that was a shoulder injury. But, uh, it was, it was his non-throwing shoulder, though, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Right. yeah, but if he has surgery, he's going to be out the entire season, but if not, he may be able to come back. Yeah, but, you know, Keenan, he did a good job Thursday. So. He did. He hey, you know, he had a good year. I want to say about three years ago with Minnesota. That is correct. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, Minnesota so. miracle they had the digs. At the yeah. Yep. And you got Pitts- the Saints. And you so. got Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh struggling. So yeah. Yep. yeah. And Roethlisberger will probably get hurt. So uh, yeah, you know. And, 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 and if he does get hurt, you have. Former former Ohio State quarterback Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah. yeah. He's with out. What happened to uh, Rudolph? Mason Rudolph? Where did he, he go? Uh, I think he's still there, isn't he? I think he's, he's still, still there. there. Maybe uh-huh. on the maybe on the taxi squad. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right. So okay, let's uh, Barry, keep I'll be seeing you tomorrow. I'll be, I'll be here, Al. Let's uh, okay. go to we have Dick. Okay, so care. Dick, if you want to unmute. And then uh, after Dick, we'll have Jerry. So, okay. Dick, if you want to go ahead and unmute, we would be able to hear you. Hello, boys. Hello. Uh, I'm hey. still in, in sadness over the Bears debacle. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I turned it off at the end of the half. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And I don't normally do that. But I, listen, the Rams Lions was a much more interesting game. It was. It was. And uh, I think, listen, I'm going to pick Lions to beat the Eagles Sunday. Well, uh, Dick, you might you might have a, a better yeah. chance as the Bears doing better this week because no head coach. Uh, he, well, he's got COVID. Well, we don't. Well, well, we don't know yet. Well, it depends. Mm. Depends yeah. upon if people wonder if he, he, he if we're, we're we're not missing anything if he's not there. He got, he, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the, like the GM and the coach and the Bears. I'll tell you. You know, I, I've been a Bear fan since I was like three years old, and I'll tell you something. 
until they get new ownership, they're never going to be. They're going to be mediocre at best. It's, it's depressing, especially when I live up here in Wisconsin, all these Packer fans <laughs> yeah. who like to rub it in my face, which is very terrible. Yeah, um, yeah. Hey, you guys are going to talk about the NBA, then the Bulls are 4-0. and yeah, and they beat yeah. Toronto last night, that. and I tell you what, yeah, they're, they're they're okay. They're not going to be. They're not going to beat um, uh, Philadelphia probably, but you know, hey, they could get maybe a fourth seed in that uh, for the playoffs. Oh, well, the know, East Chicago, is pretty wide open. You know, Chicago went Chicago went out and spent some major money this year, and they you know they also made a trade yeah. with Cleveland. And, uh, no, the Bulls do look like they're going to be much better this year. So. Oh yeah, yeah. they got rid of Paxson. You know, they got rid of Paxson and the other fellow. I yeah, can't that's his name. Gar Foreman. Uh, yeah, thank you. And uh, happily, uh, the new guys came in and they knew what they were doing. It's, it's kind of sad. Hey, um, uh-huh. Chris, um, who was that guy for the the, the uh, Celt, not the Celtics, the uh, Bruins? His name uh-huh. was Wilson. I thought he was really good. Oh, Bob Wilson. Yeah, Bob Wilson. He, he was good. Yeah. He was. He was. He was excellent. Oh, he did those for many years. Yeah, he's, he's very good. Still with us, or is he gone? Oh no, he he's passed away. He actually it was an interesting story with him. He had tur- just turned sixty five when that strike hit in ninety four, ninety five, and he got hanging around with his grandchildren. That's what he said. He got hanging around with his grandchildren and stuff. Said, you know what? I'm not coming back. And he must have had a good IRA and all that stuff. So he just never came back. I think he died. Uh, I'm going to say about 10 years ago, something like that. Oh, okay. Who's doing yeah. the Celtics games these days? Uh, it's uh, John, Sean Grandy John and Cedric Maxwell. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. They've been doing it for 20 years now. Okay. Yeah, well, Johnny Most. <laughs> Johnny Most. Well, yeah. Hey, they, he, Sean's uh, number two in the seniority there as far as the radio, you know. And Max yep. has been on the radio since the 94-95 season. So. And Mike Gorman does Celtic TV, and he's been there for a number of years. Yeah. yeah. My brother says he's starting to lose it a little bit. I don't know, but uh, my brother David said he, he thinks he's missing a few things from time to time. Well, the Bugs have a new radio announcer, and they also have a new TV announcer. I, I don't care about TV, but I don't know the guy's name, but the guy's pretty good. Uh uh-huh. Yeah, I'll have to listen to him. I haven't heard him yet. I guess, yeah, you might I guess uh, <coughs> Ted Davis maybe just decided to go out on top with a championship. Hey, why not? He's, tired, you know. <laughs> he's, he's, he's probably not. I don't know how old he was, but uh, he's yeah, I don't either. spring chicken. I remember, yeah. I remember uh, what was his name that did him before? They did the Packers, too. Uh, Wayne Larrabee. No, no, no. No, no, he never did. No, uh, okay. uh, uh, Orwin. Jim Irwin. Jim Irwin. Oh, he, uh, Jim Irwin. Was oh, yeah. he was a terrible football he was, was he? He, was he was a good yeah. basketball announcer, I thought. Yeah. I used to hear him on uh, the Buck games. You know who else did Bucks games? Um, with Howard David for a while. And that's, yes, yeah, he did. He did. Yes, he did. And way back, Eddie yeah. Doucette did the buck. Way Ted back Davis, yeah, he was the original, yeah. yeah. You know what it said? I really wish... Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Robert. No, no Sean. Ted uh, uh, Davis sorry. came into Milwaukee from Dallas, and he, came, he started doing basketball when Dave Barnett went to the Spurs. Before that, Ted Davis was the anchor for this old Southwest Conference radio network out of Dallas, and then he went to work for the Mavericks for a couple of years, and then he went to Milwaukee. So, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. okay, Dick. All right, guys. Hey, Good job, Jerry. Jerry, why don't you go ahead and unmute, and we'll hear you, and then we'll talk some baseball. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. I think the most exciting game this weekend was Penn State and Illinois. I couldn't believe it. What was it, nine Ooh. overtimes? Yeah. Um, was it exciting or incompetence, Jerry? <laughs> it was incompetent, game. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? I mean, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, we can talk about that when we get to the college part. But I, I don't know whether going for two pointers is, is going to turn people on. You know, there's one thing to do like no. a shootout in a hockey game and have you know have yeah. mano a mano. But these two pointers, you know, they people don't make them. They only make generally about forty percent of them in in the right. pros anyway, and that's probably yeah. about yeah. true in college. Yeah, we'll, I'll talk more about that. I'll get on yeah. my rant about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Well, I won't be with you guys. Well, I, who knows? Next week, I might just be listening. I don't know if I'll be able yeah. to talk. Well, good yeah, luck well, with your surgery well, on Thursday, Jerry. We, we wish you a lot of luck. <laughs> we wish you a lot of luck. Yep, our yeah, our prayers yeah. will be with you. So. Yep. Okay. All right, All right guys. Have a great day. Right. Take it easy. All right. Yep. All right. All right. Let's do All right. Let's do baseball. All right. Well. The Red Sox uh, stopped hitting, or the Astros started pitching. I don't know which it is. If you're a Houston fan, you say they finally figured it out. Now, Rick had it all figured out <clears throat> that the Red Sox were not going to swing at those breaking balls, and the Astros couldn't get it over, get them over, and that's why the Red Sox are going to win. And then either they started uh, swinging at the breaking balls or the Astros started to get them over. Well, one, they didn't get over, and that was a big pitch was Tuesday night because that was – Laz Diaz did a terrible job oh, on he was awful. Yeah. for both sides. I mean, you know, yeah. but he really – the biggest pitch of the game, he missed because that it was 2-2 two to two in the ninth inning. It's not saying they would have won the series because things were trending the wrong way. But 2-2 two to two in the ninth inning, that set up the seven-run ninth inning in the, the Tuesday night's game, made it 9-2, to two, and, you know, that was the end of that. And then 9-1 to one the next day. Then they got first time ever the Red Sox were shut out in an elimination game, by the way. But You know, uh, but Chris, so, somebody was saying, too, that as we, we talk about Laz Diaz and he had an off night. Uh, Jim Wolf was was the plate umpire, and I forget which game he had, but it, I think he had it was the, the next Nationals. day. Yeah, but the uh, yeah. he missed five pitches the whole game. Right. Which is yeah. very good. Yeah. Last Diaz was 90. They said for balls he and missed. strikes, he's like the 90 ratings or something. for. Anyways, only ahead of about three umpires. He's way down yeah. the bottom. Jeff Passenger went through that game and said he missed 23 pitches. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. And, that, yeah. You know, and the funny thing is, remember last week I was telling you, we were talking about Fox and, and microphones and stuff. And I was saying how on game three, they had the home plate umpire Mike, and you could hear everything you said, you know, inside, outside, whatever, doing yep. the count. Well, when Diaz was umpiring, they did not have a mic. Now, the next night, they did have the home plate umpire mic again. So you wonder if they know there's going to be a problem. Well, no, uh, uh, I think the umpires can, can <laughs> I think they can refuse to wear it. Yeah, they probably can, but I mean, I think Diaz may know that he's not good at going. Yeah, you know what I mean? right. One thing baseball still needs to do and is to have the umpires or somebody announce what the decisions are on replays. Absolutely, and we need to know, play. and we need to know who the replay umpire is. That that yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. all of the just... sports. It's announced either by the referee or by the PA announcer. Right. You know, right. the NBA, they usually the PA announcer announces. Nobody announces anything. They don't even give it to let it, give it to the PA announcer then. Right. You know, right. whatever. But by but the anyway. way, I am still, as bad as that was, I am still not in favor of automated umpires. No. I don't know. After a night like that, but you know, yeah. what I, and I know it's because of the union. But Laz Diaz and Angel Hernandez should not be in postseason baseball. That yeah, is correct. They, you yeah. know, that's the, that's, you've got to have the right umpires there. And the NFL does it right. They put together crews, like yeah. <clears throat> you know, all-star crews. And I think yeah. the other sports do, too. You don't see bottom of the, uh, you know, trough uh, referees in, in the NBA finals games or in the NHL. And uh, this is this is the problem. that You know, uh, they get so scared of all the unions that the, this is what they did. So, anyway, so that was that series. And the Braves and Dodgers, you you know, the Dodgers, you know, did uh, get that win in Los Angeles and make it three games to two, but then the Braves won it in Atlanta, you know. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, it's it's going to be the Braves and the Astros. We have a rundown later. We have a, a lot of rundowns on stuff, but we have a rundown on the uh, Braves and Astros postseason history because, indeed, they do have one because the Braves, uh, I mean, the Astros used to be in the National League. 
So anyway, so baseball, Chris Taylor hit the three home run, and he's the 11th, the 11th postseason player to do that. Uh, and I've got him here thanks to our, our research department, David USF. Uh, yeah. Babe Ruth, game four of the 26th World Series versus the Cardinals. Then Dave, Babe did it again, game four and 28 against the Cardinals. Then uh, Bob Robertson, game two, 71 against the Giants for the Pirates. Then we have Reggie Jackson, game six, 77 uh, for the, against the Dodgers. We know about that with the Yankees. Yep. We all remember that one. Uh, one of the many play-by-play uh, moments that Howard Cosell took over. Yeah. Uh, uh, George Brett, game three and 78 against the Yankees. Uh, Adam Kennedy uh, from Anaheim, game five and 02 against, uh, in the league championship uh, series against the Twins. Uh, Adrian Beltre, game four and 11 against, uh, for Texas against Tampa Bay. Uh, let's see, uh, ALDS Pujols for St. Louis, game three against Texas. Uh, no, that can't be right. In the World Series against yeah, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Texas. yeah, that was the World Series. And then uh, Sandoval, game one and 12 against Detroit in the World Series. That's right. No, yep. Altuve, game one, 17 against uh, in the ALDS against the Red Sox. And uh, and Kike uh, Hernandez, game five in 17 NLCS against the Cubs. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, and then, uh, let's see. And I told you the Red Sox were shut out for the first time in the uh, elimination game in history. And then uh, Dusty is the ninth manager to win both leagues, Dusty Baker. And uh, Joe McCarthy won for the Cubs and the Yankees. Uh, Alvin Dark for San Francisco and the A's. Uh, Yogi Berra for the uh, Yankees and Mets. Uh, Dick Williams for the Red Sox, the A's, and the Padres. Then we have Sparky, won it for Cincinnati and Detroit, Sparky Anderson. Tony La Russa for the A's and the Cardinals. Uh, Jim Leland for Florida and the Tigers. Uh, Joe Madden for Tampa Bay and the Cubs. And Dusty Baker now in 2 for the Giants and then you know 21 for Houston. And then Atlanta is 3-6 and six all-time in the World Series. Well, the Braves, 3-6 and six all-time in the World Series. They won in 14, 57, and 95. And then they lost in 48, 58, 91, 92, 96, and 99. So the Braves uh, have uh, not as good a record as Houston, who is 1-1 one one in World Series, of course, having lost in 1-17 uh, over the Dodgers and lost to Washington. And I told you that was the spooky part about playing Houston in the odd year. They seem to win the pennants in odd years. That's yeah. They're 1-2 in the World Series. Remember they lost yeah, the remember they lost oh, the wait, five. Also. I forgot about that. Yeah, 1-2. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now we have the Braves uh, and Houston postseason record. They're, they were all NLDS uh, in the, you know series. 97, the Braves beat Houston three games to none. 99, the Braves beat Houston three games to one. 01, and the Braves beat beat Houston three games to none, but then in 04, Houston beat the Braves uh, three to two, and in 05, Houston beat the Braves three to one, and in game four, 05, which was the last time they played, uh, uh, let's see, Reynolds hit that home run, I, I don't have his name here, was it Mark? Harold Reynolds? Harold Reynolds. Yeah. yeah, maybe it was. Yeah. Hit the home no, run. No, it wouldn't have been Harold, he was an A. No, no, it wasn't Harold. Was, uh, I think it was, could have been Mark. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. But yeah. anyway, it was an 18-inning game, and they won it 7-6. to six. And then yeah. uh, they, they by winning that, they went on to the uh, series against the Cardinals. Yeah. And, uh, uh, oh, uh, Chris Burke. And the name it. is, and oh, the name is Shane. Burke. The name would have been, Sh- if it was the Astros, it would have been Shane Reynolds, but he was yeah, a coach. It, it was Chris Burke. But I think Burke, it might have been Chris Burke uh, uh, did it. And then, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so that's, that's their uh, history. So they've played a lot. So everybody will say, oh, you know, teams, uh, and I don't know, you know, what What do you guys think as far as the ratings will be for this World Series? I mean, people, I, I think people I are kind of getting tired of the whole, oh, let's be Houston thing. That doesn't yeah. seem to be. No, I don't think people are getting tired. I think people are really, Astros are the villain. They're still, 
Yeah, people no, are, people, people still don't like them, Chris. Uh, I think yeah, people are going to tune going on. I don't think it would have been as high. I don't think it's as high as it would have been Dodgers, Dodgers. Astros. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I think it was. I think it's going to be higher than it would have been if it was Red Sox Braves. I, I think the highest World Series would have been Arena, uh, Dodgers and Astros. But, yeah. Um, and Dodgers, Red Sox would have been yeah. second, and then this, yeah. and then Red Sox. But Braves. I think this is going to be uh, the lowest of the combinations, but I think people are going to tune in to see you and lose because there's still yeah. a lot of people well, on I don't that think team. they will. That's the thing. I think they're going to beat them in five. Well, and you got yeah. the you got the story of the Braves too. The comeback this yeah. year. I mean, they were so down and out. You're picking Houston or Atlanta? Uh, I'm Chris? picking Houston. Okay. Well, the only I, I, I can't see the Braves having good enough pitching to just shut them down. You know, I, uh, that's the problem. I don't think anybody does. I think they hey, if that happens, the, the only person I'm going to be happy for is Bessie Baker. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's 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 yeah. right. I think it's going to be Houston in six. I think that's what okay. I'm well, I'm picking Atlanta, and uh, oh, I'm rooting I, for the Braves. You know, I I, I, I just can't stand Houston, and I, I hope they I hope they do it in about six games. You know? Okay. Well, we'll see. And uh, Rick, what do you got? Uh, I'd say Houston in six. Okay. Yeah. Bill, how about you? Uh, Houston in five. I'll, you know, say, Houston, I'll like say Houston see. in seven because I, I, I hopefully we can get a good long series. Yeah. Okay. Part of me would like to see uh, the, the you know uh, the Braves not do as well. You know, I mean, I'd like the Braves to win, but if they can't win, don't do as well as the Red Sox did. I'd rather have the Red Sox. <laughs> I, could, I, could be wrong. I could be wrong, but we have not had a game seven yet this year, have we? No. Uh, no, we have not. No. no. We had a no, game uh, five at the well, D. We had a game five. Yeah, yeah, we, we had five, but not a game seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, you know, okay. Uh, then, so St. Louis hired Oliver Marmol. Mar- uh, he's 35 years old, and he's the bench coach. So this is really a slap in the face in, uh, to uh, Schultz because you hire his bench coach, and he's that young and everything. I mean, this, this just doesn't sound right to me. Well, no, uh, what's, going, what's going on is what's yeah. going on around the league. The yeah. front office is really running the team. Right. And this guy's probably big into cybermetrics. Yeah. Well, well, and clearly uh, he's, you know, 35 years old. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he, you know, he clearly is yeah. a young manager. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, uh, that's all I have for baseball. Anybody got well, any? Uh, Mike Schilt about- has interviewed uh, with the Padres. Uh, that happened last week, and they've also interviewed a couple of more people, but they didn't say who they were. Okay. Uh, well, I know one of them. I know uh, <clears throat> one that's interested in the job. I don't know if he's officially been interviewed. Is uh, Bochi because he lives in San Diego. If you believe what you hear, AJ Preller does not want to go that direction because, like we just said, yeah. he's not going to tell yeah. Bochi how to run the team. No. Yeah. no. Well, I'm going to I'm going to bring up something, and our consultants. Down on the Texas coast, Lone Star yeah. alerted us to this, and it's something that kind of bought, uh, gets me going. Why doesn't Major League Baseball? They don't acknowledge this, even in any of like their Hall of Fame or the Negro League stuff. Or everybody always thinks that Jackie Robinson was the first African American to play Major League Baseball, nineteen forty-seven. But apparently, he was not. There was a guy who played for the old Toledo Blue Stockings. In 1884, uh, Moses Fleetwood Walker, he played four months, and then his brother also played for the team. But then shortly after the next year, baseball put in a, you know, put in the segregation, no black players, and it stood until 1947. Now, I know before 1900, they don't like keeping records, but 
you think with something like this, they would acknowledge that, hey, he was... Well, you know, the thing the thing is that what they actually say, and they actually, this is the way they always say it, they never do say that he's the first one to play. They say he broke the color barrier because the color barrier was established after he, uh, Moses Fleetwood Walker played. So right. I think that's yeah. how they get around that. Yeah, yeah, that's how they get around. But I mean, they've never even they've never even talked about this guy. No, I had never I heard of him until the other day. I, I, yeah. I forgot how she found it. I need to ask her. But yeah, they've never really acknowledged this guy. I mean, he yeah, he only played four months. There was a guy before him that made the minors, the Providence Braves, uh, in 1879. But and between her. David USF, myself, and Pierre, we were learning all kinds of it, coming up with all kinds yeah, of stuff. Yeah, it was interesting. About this guy. Yeah. Uh, we all got an education last week that we didn't realize that we needed. So Yeah. yeah. It's always good to get educated. Speaking of education, we have college football to talk about. <laughs> well, that so, was a perfect yeah. segue. <laughs> here's the number one, again, this is the AP. And I'll keep giving, you know, Sean will come in and he'll also tell us what they what he hears once we get those other, the, the official top, uh, you know, teams. Those come out. Those come out. Out right after our show is after the show <laughs> so i'll keep doing the top 25 that we have but we'll we'll obviously know what the uh, coaches had said at least about the top six or eight teams so anyway number one uh, going uh, right now is this is after <clears throat> saturday's games is georgia two cincinnati who they're trying to get out you know figure out the day pass trying to get rid of them number three is alabama see they're moving up uh, number four oklahoma. oklahoma five ohio state six michigan Seven Oregon, eight Michigan State, nine Iowa. So Iowa's coming along so again. If they just don't lose, they could still do it. They've just got to win all win out now. Ten is Mississippi. So his two Perry's two teams are right next to each other. Right. Eleven is uh, Notre Dame. Twelve is Kentucky. Thirteen Wake Forest. Fourteen A and M. Texas A and M. Fifteen Oklahoma State. Sixteen is Baylor. Seventeen Pitt. So Pitt's uh, moved up, and they, see that was still considered a pretty good win beating Clemson because they're just eh, just a little bit outside the twenty-five. Eighteen is Auburn. Nineteen SMU. Twenty Penn State. They took a big dive after losing that game. Yeah. 21, San Diego State, 22, Iowa State, 23, UTSA, University of Texas, San Antonio, 24. Is that the first time they were in the top 20? Uh, uh, yes, I was about to bring that up. That is 25. their first ever appearance in the top 25. Yeah. They've only had a football program since 2011. I was going to say, I didn't think they'd been around that long. 24, Coastal Carolina, but they stayed in even though they lost their game. Yeah, they, 20, dro- they dropped 10 spots. They, uh, they, were they did, but they stayed in for, for a, a smaller yeah. college. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. And 25 is BYU. You so um, so since so Georgia was off so we're still we just uh, obviously teams are still off in the middle part of the season this is when the buys are like why week yeah, five six and dead, seven this last week was a very a big dead week in college football it was dead in both pros and college yeah. yes yeah it was. <laughs> So Cincinnati beat Navy 27-20, Alabama over Tennessee 52-24. Uh, uh, let's see, we got Oklahoma beat Kansas 35-23, to so Kansas put up some points anyway. Kansas led. Kansas, Kansas led, Kansas led nearly that whole game. Wow. Yes, they did. Well, Indiana got killed 54 to 7 by Ohio State. So that's why they were talking about moving Ohio State up right. or, you know, let's get yeah. some point. You know, they had to talk about something. The game wasn't happening. But if you want to talk about a team that, that should probably be down a little bit, why on earth was Oklahoma even in a game with Kansas? Oklahoma should have, yeah. they should have won that game big. And, and in a lot of ways, yes, they won the game. They easily could have lost it. 
I thought they should have moved down more than one spot. Well, I I wonder if this whole quarterback situation... Now, I'm not a college football expert, but I wonder if this whole quarterback situation in Oklahoma has been a big distraction for the entire team. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. I've listened to some Oklahoma Sports Talk Radio, and yeah, it kind of has. Okay. Okay, Michigan over Northwestern, 33-7. Oregon beat UCLA, 34-31. That must have been a good game. Uh, yeah, from what I heard, from what I heard, it was uh, you know, and I believe that's the first time that Chip Kelly has actually faced the Ducks since he's left them. Oh, um, yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. So okay, uh, Mississippi beat LSU thirty-one to seventeen. Uh, Notre Dame beat USC thirty-one to sixteen, and then uh, they they play for the everybody's playing for something. Remember I told you that they're playing <laughs> yeah. for the jeweled shillelagh. <laughs> if you ask Miss A about these, you can find out all these games that they're playing in. You know, okay. say, all right. in the right. Jewel Shillelagh game, the, you know, whatever. Now, that's cool. I don't know how how that uh, how that uh, what a Shillelagh. I don't I guess even know what that game. is. So. A Shillelagh yeah. is a walking stick. Okay, Irish yeah. walking stick. You never okay. heard this song? Ask ask Miss A, and maybe you'll have to wait for St. Patrick's Day to be in the mood. But right. ask Miss A to play the same old Shillelagh by Bing Crosby, and you'll find out about Shillelagh. Oh, okay, all very, right, okay. very cool. Uh, okay, Wake, Wake Forest beat Army seventy to fifty six. <laughs> I didn't hear any of that game, but that must have been crazy. You know, you always think of Army as this cloud of dust team and stuff. <laughs> And, uh, you know, with the, the sort of the old option plays and all that right. other stuff. Wow, 70-56. Uh, Texas A&M beat South Carolina 44-14. Iowa State beat Oklahoma State. That was a good win for them, 24-21. Yeah. Uh, Pitt over Clemson, as we said, 27-17. SMU oh, beat uh, Tulane 55-26. to <clears throat> we had Illinois. Now, this is the one that uh, Sean wants to rant about. Illinois beat Penn State 20-18 in nine overtimes. And basically, here's the whole, like I said, as you know, of course, now they moved it up instead of after the third, on the third overtime, you have to go for two. On the second, you go for two. But now they got this stupid rule, and they put it in. I found out why this was put in, because they were concerned. Remember, what was it, when they had the 74-72 to 72 overtime game with Texas A&M and LSU was it, uh, last year or the year before? Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was two or three years ago. Yeah. It was two years ago, and they put it in, so like, oh, we're just going to have everybody go for two-point conversions. So what you had, you had 13 missed two-point conversions before somebody finally hit one. <laughs> and so, and they'd say, oh, it's wear and tear, but you have to go, you're at your end of the field going for two, then you go down to the other end, you know, you have to get your defense down to the other end to stop them from going for two. So what do they do? Back. So they Did they go, okay, so you're at, uh, like the left, let's say the left-hand side of the field for two, and then you go down to the right-hand side. I thought they were on the same. I thought two. they did it on the same. Yeah, end no, of the they're field. not. They're they're not. They were they were for the they were at one time. I guess on the twenty fives, but no, they're they're at different ends. Apparently, that's what I. That's what. what no, but what I'm asking is, did Penn State stay at what? Do they switch ends, or did Penn State stay at one end all the time? And I think what they do. Well, okay. Here's where you may be getting that they're all right. They start off, you know, whoever goes first is it at one end, then the other team is at the other. Then, then I think, then when the other team goes, they elect which end of the right. field. For the 25, so, but what I'm talking about is the point, the two no, point. They're not, they're, 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 they, they're at their two point conversion spot. But the two point, all right. Spot. When we get to the two point conversion overtimes, are they both going for the same goal at the same uh, pair of t- uh, conversions no, or no. not? No, no, they alternate and then it goes back and forth. So that's great. But if they, they win, need to come up with a better system, I, I, gotta, I haven't heard one of these yet. So I've got to find out how it works. I, no, I wasn't sure. And there's very few, and they're just, I mean, what they need to do, 
And I said this, I mean, there's a better way, that 25-yard deal, what they did, where every time, I mean, that was kind of, uh, I mean, it was better than this, but I still say one possession per team, then go sudden death. And that way, if somebody wants to kick a field goal, now they're talking about wear and tear, but think about it, you're going from field to field. You still had a six, it's almost a, what was it, almost a six-hour game with Illinois and Penn State, I think? Even no, it was no, no, no. It was only about maybe four, four and a half, four and a half hours. Yeah. Four and a half. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I just, I wasn't around for it, so I didn't. Yeah. Consider yourself lucky because the game, I mean, I, I heard it just periodically when I was listening to the show yeah. on Channel 84. The, the, it, it was terrible. I mean, let's well, be you know, I got the, into Oklahoma it, State, Iowa State. A, I got the first half. It's I supposed kinda, to be similar to the hockey shootout, but the hockey shootouts, people make score about 50% of the time. That's correct. You know, or yeah. more. Or maybe, 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 I mean, you know, eventually, I turned the game on W, it was on WLS, and, and when they finally won the game, uh, Brian Barnhart, the play-by-play man for Illinois. Like, mercifully, this game is over. <laughs> yeah, that's the winning. The anu- now that you guys, that <laughs> is the winning announcer saying mercifully, this game is yeah, over. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. And then San Diego State, State, State beat Air Force twenty to fourteen. If I could talk, uh, UTSA beat uh, Louisiana Tech forty-five seventeen. And Appalachian State was the, were the people, those guys who beat Michigan a few years ago, beat Coastal Carolina thirty to twenty-seven. And BYU beat Washington State uh, twenty-one nineteen. And then um, you know the one game I caught that knocked somebody out. Was Miami beat NC State thirty-one thirty, so yeah. that, that knocked them out. And Wisconsin also knocked Purdue out because I kept last week and right. looked at it. Wisconsin yeah. knocked out Purdue yeah. thirty to thirteen, so a letdown by Purdue after they beat uh, Iowa. Iowa. There. Yeah. So we got then, some uh, a little uh, conference information. Well, why don't we do well, next week's games and then we'll do the news and notes? Yeah. Before we, before we get to next week's before we get to next week's games, um, it was interestingly enough, you know, we've heard this situation with Ed Ogeron at LSU and and all this. And uh, I was hearing a discussion on uh, XM, and they're, they're worried that, you know, maybe he's he's just kind of going through the motions and, and this and this, that it would probably be better for LSU and for him if, if he would just step away now and let somebody else finish yep. the season. Yeah. But uh, I heard an inter- I, I was listening to the Ole Miss feed of this game, and apparently uh, he spent quite a bit of time with the Ole Miss uh, broadcast team, which... I mean, as as I've told you before, they they were very critical of him at his time with Ole Miss, and he he told them that it was well deserved that they were critical that he made a lot of mistakes at Ole Miss, and um, you know that he, he feels that he's he's grown up now, but he he did admit that he made a lot of mistakes at Ole Miss, and he and he did not do the best job that he could have. Well, it sounds like the mistakes yeah. are continuing. If you believe, yeah. It. Yeah. Well, I you think know. they're di- Chris. They're different kind of mistakes. <laughs> okay, maybe yeah. on the field he made that. Uh, now I don't now believe. I don't believe I heard anything or... that he. I don't believe I heard at Ole Miss that he was hanging with the coets. Yeah. yeah. No. And, okay. So what do we got for next week? week? Is going to be more uh, more action for next week? We got some. Well, we're starting to pump up some bigger games this week. We're starting to get some of these around. You got, of course, Virginia and Notre Dame, and then North or Virginia BYU. And then North Carolina at Notre Dame. Those are those could be two interesting yep. games. Uh, Auburn Ole Miss, Auburn Ole Miss, Kentucky Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Got some games going there. Then you got the round robin starting in the Big Ten that we've been talking about with Michigan, Michigan State playing. I think it's the Paul Bunyan Axe. I think it is. Oh, we'll find then, out. Oh, I'll find out. Yeah, and the and Ohio State and Penn State. 
And then you've got the game formerly known as the cocktail party with Georgia, Florida. You have uh, Texas, I'm always going to refer to it as a cocktail party. That's oh, yeah, I will remember. too. Yeah. Yeah, I will too, of course. Yep. you got Texas and Texas at Baylor. Baylor's the ranked team. Texas trying to bounce back. I mean, I mean, you got some pretty interesting games coming up. I mean, there's a lot of blow-off games, too, like Oregon's playing Colorado. They should handle their yep. business there. Uh, you know, Iowa, Iowa Wisconsin handle. could be interesting. Yeah, Iowa, that Wisconsin, should be, that, because Wisconsin now, they just, you know, they're not a bad team. I mean, they lost no, a couple, Iowa, but they're still a good team. Yeah, Iowa, Wisconsin should be interesting. I mean, yep. you, you're starting to see it pick up this week. Like we always said, Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, and Penn State all have to play each other, and I still wonder why Ohio State's ranked ahead of Michigan and Michigan State, and they're both undefeated, and Ohio State's got a loss. So. Now, and the thing to remember with, with Penn State, Penn State is a is a good team, but Sean Clifford, their but, starting quarterback, is playing, but he is not totally healthy. No, he's not. He's not. And another that story that, that broke today, Penn State, uh, you know, with all these big openings that are out there, James Franklin, the head football coach at Penn State has fired his um, agent and has hired Jimmy Sexton, who's a big, a big time agent, I guess. And Jimmy that Sexton is, he is Nick Saban's agent. Yeah. So that, oh. that, he's now James Franklin's agent. And uh, so James apparently must be interested in his, yeah, in some of these big jobs. Back- but the problem with James Franklin is this. Oh, and um, speaking of another coach. Hold on, wait a minute, Robert. Robert, okay. Robert hold on. Um, the problem with James Franklin is this. The, f- the next championship he wins would be his first. Right. So yes. I don't know that he's going to be a big enough name for some of the big jobs. Okay, now, Robert. No. Um, well, speaking of uh, coaches pulling themselves out of consideration for a job, uh, I don't know how this got started. I don't know who started it. But apparently somebody threw Mike Tomlin's name into the USC hat, and he came out in his news conference yesterday and said, uh, no, that ain't happening. I, you know, I'm not going to go there. Did he come uh, you know. out and say that's Urban Meyer's job or anything yeah, like that? No, he, 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 he just said uh, that's not going to happen. You know, I'm staying right where I'm at. So I don't now, know. Who now, started. the Steelers' ownership might have different views about that at the yeah. end of the year. We don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. They don't change coaches. I mean, no. three coaches in, you know, 50 years or whatever. Yeah. So. But I don't know who started that rumor, but apparently it got significant enough where he had to address it in his weekly news conference. So, okay. I think if I were a coach, though, I probably wouldn't address those things because then if you turn around and do it, then you're going to yep. have to address, why did I tell you I wasn't going to do it and then I did do it? Well, I don't Nick think Saban Mike Tomlin was the kind of guy that would you know, do that. Yeah, so. the best way to do it is the way Bill Belichick did it. Call a press conference to take one job and uh, announce you're <laughs> correct. Or you're not and then go somewhere <laughs> yeah. else. That's pretty cool. Okay, so the AAC was busy this week, Sean. Yes, the AAC... Well, as you know, they're going to be losing three teams uh, sometime, probably in 23, uh, Cincinnati, UCF, and Houston. So they went out and they got some teams, and some of these I kind of question, but now thinking about it, I know why they're doing it, because of the size of the cities. They're adding UT San Antonio, like I said, as we see it's a program on the rise, North Texas, University of North Texas, these are all teams. There. They basically went into Conference USA and said, we want you, 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 and you. Now, this one throws me off partially, but I now I get it. They're taking Rice because, oh, we got to keep the Houston market, I guess, right. even though Rice is not U of H. Rice has not had a decent football team in years. Alabama-Birmingham, who had some decent teams. I mean, remember, they, ha- they lost their football program for a year, but they came back and bounced back really quick. 
Florida Atlantic, which is, I think Lane Kippen was there before Tennessee, if I remember right. That's where he was I think at. He was, and, was he there before Tennessee or after? Uh, I, think it was, I thought it was after Tennessee that he ended up going to being the assistant under Saban. And then, and, but yeah, so they took Florida Atlantic, so they got the Miami market. And then Charlotte, which you never hear much. Charlotte's only had a football team for about 10, 11 years also, but you never hear much about them. Unlike UTSA, you hear about them with Jeff Trailer, especially, you know, building things. You don't hear much about Charlotte. And they're, but they're getting what they're doing. They could have had teams like Marshall or Southern Myth or, you know, which are pretty good, have been pretty good teams, but they went for TV markets. They went, they got six markets. I mean, Birmingham, Charlotte, uh, you know, not San Antonio, Houston. They already had the Dallas Wars market, but they, they sealed it up with a second team. And then, you know, it said in uh, Birmingham. So they got six markets that are all in the top 50 rather than going getting uh, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, or wherever Marshall is now. Also, along with that, Southern Miss and Marshall realize that Conference USA it could be falling apart, and usually you used to see it the reverse way. You leave the Sun Belt and you go to Conference USA. They're leaving Conference USA, and they're going to go to the Sun Belt. So, yeah, confused? Hey. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, and uh, Texas Tech got rid of their coach yesterday. Yep, 5-3, and three, Matt Wells. He, they, I mean, this is after the Kansas State loss and everything. You know, they, they got rid of him, uh, but he... He didn't really have a whole – I don't think he had a grip on a lot of the state of Texas. He came from Utah State. He uh, almost lost to Stephen F. Austin. They couldn't win two conference games in a row. They they got blown out by Texas. It was just – he didn't – I mean, they all say nice guy, but he really – I think they just felt that it wasn't going to be the best in the long run. And instead of just finishing out the season, because they have a chance to go to a bowl game, and if they went to a bowl game and then they're turning around and fire him, which – that doesn't mean anything. They did that here with Tom Herman. He still went to a bowl game, and they let him go. But the top candidates they're looking at, Jeff Trailer from UT San Antonio, from UTSA, and Sonny Dykes, which he's at SMU. His dad, of course, longtime coach at Tech, uh, Spike Dykes. And Spike is very well-loved at Tech, and you could see that. Hey, I'm going to go follow in my dad's footsteps, you know. And I love names that rhyme. That's cool. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Spike Dykes. Okay. So let's go to the NBA and let's see if we got many more college football. We do no, not. I think that's it. All right. So the NBA, we have the schedule tonight, and it's a little short. We have uh, Philadelphia at the Knicks, and that's at seven thirty. TNT. TNT. Yeah, eight o'clock. Yep. Golden State at Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Eight thirty is going to be Houston at Dallas, and the Lakers are at San Antonio. And at ten, we have Denver at Utah, and then we have that's some the news like and, TNT. Yep. Yeah, and that's right. Okay, and we have uh, NBA. Let's see, we have. Gerald Green is uh, 35. He's retiring. Uh, he was pick number eight. He's joining the Houston coaching staff. He's from Houston, I guess. Yeah. And uh, yeah. he was drafted by the Celtics uh, with the 18th pick in 2005. And he won uh, uh, He won the 07 Slam Dunk Contest. So that was his big uh, claim to fame, I guess. <clears throat> and uh, Chris Paul is the first player with 20,000 points and 10,000 or more assists. So that's pretty cool. And this has amazed me. This is one of those things about if you hang around long enough, you can do anything. Carmelo Anthony passed uh, Moses Malone for ninth place in scoring. And all I ever hear about every year, and I guess it's it's more about the defensive end than it's about his attitude and blah, blah, blah. But you always hear about, oh, Carmelo, we got to deal with Carmelo. We got him on the team and we got to play him, (laughs) but we can't. You know, all complaints for everybody who's ever had him. Here he is ninth in scoring. You know, 
That's what he does. You know, 18 years that, that again, longevity, uh, yeah. you know, the Woody Allen said, you guys keep showing up. That's a big part of anything, but ninth in scoring. That amazed yep. me when I heard that. Uh, no, I couldn't believe that when I'm, when I actually read that and I actually reported that, I'm like, really? You yeah. know, I, you know, cause yeah. you never think of him honestly as a top scorer in the lit, you know, but, no, but you got to remember Moses played a couple of years in the ABA, so that's otherwise Moses would still probably yeah. would have been yeah. further ahead of. That's right. right. Yeah, they don't combine. They don't do uh, you know from the the AFL stats are, are added into the NFL. Yeah. Even the whole right. AFL. Moses was whole. only at, Moses was only in the NBA. What about ten, eleven years? Because I think he went into the ABA in seventy four, and then he was there through the merger, and then he ended up with Houston, and then, and then Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Philadelphia and he yeah, retired like what? Eight, and then he ended up with the Bullets for a little bit. For a he year did. Year. Yeah, I think yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I think it was in the mid '80s he he retired. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, right. yeah, because <laughs> Larry Bird when, <laughs> when when the Celtics uh, won the uh, title. Uh, and uh, Larry Bird, you know, they had the parade, and then they went down. They used to do a rally at the end of the parade. They yeah, don't do that anymore. What they do now is they'll talk to the, at least with the baseball team, and uh, they'll they'll do this. They'll talk and do some interviews, and then they go on the parade. Because, and I think this is one of the reasons that they've decided not to do it this way. Because <laughs> they had their parade, and they went down to uh, City Hall Plaza, and Larry got up there, and he said, uh, Moses each, well, and, yeah. Uh, you know. He was, yeah, he was seeing a sign that said it, and he said, I yeah. agree, Moses does eat. And then, eat. Yeah. 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 Right. And then so. Bob Wolf, the great agent, the, the one time he says, and he was watching, he says, oh, Larry, no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bob Wolf was very cool. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, he was the first agent you ever even heard of, and he was such a good yeah. agent for everybody. Made sure yeah. he yeah. wouldn't take them unless they would put, like, 20% of their money away in yeah. the retirement stuff. You know, he wouldn't even take them as clients. So that's all I have on the NBA, well, you know, it's early in the season. Notes, other, come on, yeah. it's still early, but like Dick mentioned, the Bulls came <clears throat> off to a 4-0 start. Yeah. The Hornets, the Hornets for the first time in their history started off 3-0. and Lost never. last night, though, to the Celtics. Yeah, they yeah. lost last night to 3-1, but, but they had never won their first three games, either incarnation of the Hornets before the Horn, before the Pelicans were in, right. when they were in Charlotte as the Hornets right. and the Hornets. Neither one. The building so. was only half full, by the way. Uh, Max yeah. and uh, Sean mentioned last night. So, and of course, you, you know you have, and then the Lakers self-destructed. I think we're going to be having to talk David USF off the ledge maybe soon. Yeah, yeah after okay. the Dodger thing, you know, he's just. I, I think, I on the think there's going to be lots of drama in Los Angeles, and I ain't going to be the good kind. <laughs> How the Warriors are off to a pretty good start, though, right, Robert? Yes, yes, they are. Uh, you know, uh, we have swept California. We've beaten the Lakers, <laughs> the Clippers, and now the Kings. So tonight we play Oklahoma City, and then right after that we start an eight-game homestand. So uh, you know, and Curry's gotten off to a wonderful start. He had 45 uh, on Thursday, and uh, he's back to his normal form. And I, I'm looking forward to when Clay Thompson gets back because oh, that's going to make Curry's job a lot easier. And now I don't know. You got some people around here talking. Oh, we might get back to championship contention. I think it's a little soon to be talking that, but I do think they're going to to do a lot better than they have been the last couple of years. And we'll do, we'll get in the playoffs, but after that, we'll see what happens. And speaking of that, there, I'm hearing that we are going to have play-in games again this year. Yes, uh, that oh, is yes, going. According I thought to we the, would. I'm glad we are. I, I like that. I, I enjoyed that. That was kind of cool. They, they were they were very highly rated last yeah, year. Yeah, according to the commissioner, that's something that he that we're that we're going to do going forward from now yeah. on. So. Yeah. 
So, okay, so that's it for the NBA, I guess. Yep. So yep. for the NHL, we have a uh, schedule. And, uh, we got at 7 o'clock, Calgary is at New Jersey. Tampa Bay is at Pittsburgh. 8 o'clock, we have the Las Vegas at um, uh, oh, Colorado. Colorado, yes, that's yeah, right. That's the ESPN game, by the way. Yep. 8.30 is San Jose at Nashville. And 10 is Winnipeg at, at Anaheim, Minnesota at uh, Vancouver, and Montreal at Seattle. So the first time the Canadians go to uh, the Northwest. That'll be yep. kind of cool. And, and uh, I got a chance to hear Everett Fitzhugh on Saturday, Chris, and uh, he is very good. So mm-hmm. if you haven't heard him yet, you're go- you're going to be in for a good treat. So. Okay. Now, we have a breaking story in the NHL that just broke around 3 o'clock Eastern this afternoon. So, Robert, and I guess you put it in, so why don't you uh, talk about that? Well, um, the Chicago Blackhawks had a sex scandal back in, like, 20... I guess this happened in 2010, and I don't know when it finally hit. You know, I don't know how many years later it hits. But well, just now, because they, there was yeah. a lawsuit going on about this. I yeah, think. There, was a, there was a lawsuit going on, and... But the NHL got involved and investigated, and apparently they have discovered that the Blackhawks' entire front office knew about this whole thing and chose to uh, cover it up. Uh, they they uh, they didn't want to take any action. They didn't want to do anything because back in 2010, of course, they were winning you know Stanley Cups. They had they had that good team together. Well. Uh, this goes to show you that you don't want to cover things up. They have fined the Chicago Blackhawks $2 million, and it cost uh, general manager Stan Bowman his job. Now, the official And then, release, and then also uh, John McDonough, who is ahead of him, is yeah. also likely in trouble. Jamal, we'll get to you right after we finish this. So yeah, he's like, um, John McDonough is like the uh, team president or something? Yeah, yes. he's like the team president. And so it, um, and, but the official press release said that Bowman stepped down, but I think he was forced to step down or he was going to be fired. And, right, um, but, uh, but in, in reporting the story, we got to say yeah. that he stepped down. Yeah, yeah right. And then uh, uh, Kyle uh, Kyle Davis, I think, is is going to be the uh, interim GM. And like Perry said, it looks like John, uh, John McDonough is going to be a major hot water. So if Rocky Wartz, uh, I think he's the one still in charge, uh, he may have some major cleaning to do is in the Chicago front office. And since it goes back all the way to 2010, you wonder how much Joe Quinville, who's now the coach of Florida, knew about this whole thing. And I wonder if there's going to be sanctions headed his way also. So uh, it's a breaking story, and we might have more on it next week. Um, okay. So, uh, well, yeah. Also, the other thing in the NHL is we've got a <clears throat> different kind of TV contract for them than uh, other networks have because we have some blackout things involved with when things are on Hulu or ESPN Plus or whatever. Yep. Yep. Um, it looks like now I don't know how many games are going to be affected by each team, um, but apparently uh, there's going to be like 75 national games that are going to be exclusive to either ESPN Plus or Hulu. And when those things happen, your local television outlet, whether it's uh, uh, Bally Sports or Nesson or Yes or Madison Square Garden or, or any of the NBC yeah. outlets, they are not going to be allowed to televise those. So when because they're going to be exclusive to ESPN Plus. So uh, like tonight, for example, the Sharks are in Nashville. 
Well, Nashville normally starts their games at 7 o'clock Central, 8 o'clock Eastern. Well, uh, because they're on ESPN Plus tonight, and it's a nationally televised thing for anybody who subscribes, it's at 8.30 Eastern time, start 7.30 Central. So uh, from, from now on, when you see when you see unusual times on your schedule, that is probably well. That doesn't always that doesn't doesn't always hold, Robert. Because well, Friday night the Bruins game was at seven o'clock, like it normally would be. Well, that's true. So, so I, but, and I don't baseball, know how many games are going to be affected by this. Anyway, go ahead, Sean. Baseball did this also, but baseball had one game a week, so I think it affected obviously like 20, 26, 27 games, and so you didn't get it on your local uh, regional sports network when they were on ESPN Plus. But it sounds like they're doing two a week. With, uh, yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday and Friday. So, and yeah. and uh, Bill, you had some news earlier that that we needed to put in here about uh, something coming in. What is what do you say, twenty twenty three? Oh, it's just a consortium between the MLB, NBA, and the National Hockey League. They're working on an extraordinary deal to bring streaming together and lift these local blackouts and give you one monthly payment where you pay X number of dollars, I think, between 10 and $20 to stream these things instead of trying to go through Bally and all the, you know, the cable company and all the problems that we're going through. And going through the whole ticket. And actually, the sports media podcast that Robert and I talked about earlier touched on this, but at that time, they only knew it was going to be working with baseball. So it broke about all three leagues coming together after last, last right. podcast. So they, yeah. yeah, they touched on, they did a whole segment on this. All they, made, uh, right. they, may talk, they may talk about it in their new up, uh, episode. Yeah, I'm sure like anything else, they'll update it all the time. Yeah. 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 Any, any more NHL news? No, um, I don't have okay, any. Then, uh, do you then Robert, let us uh, bring in Jamal. Yeah. Robert, before Jamal gets in, did you, did you have anything? Uh, no, uh, Alex Ovechkin is getting closer to Brett Hall. And yeah, we'll talk about him when he yeah. passes Brett Hall. You yeah. know, if we, no. we're not, it's not, not exactly a yeah, uh, ahead, Hank Aaron watch. Right. Anyway, anyway go, go ahead, Jamal. Oh, okay, interesting timing I had coming in. I'm running late because of some other stuff going around this afternoon. With all that being said, about the... Uh, Okay. Yeah, they did get a new salary cap, you know, and it's you, you do see teams that stay good for long periods. You 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 know, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh and the Bruins and stuff have been up there for a while, you know, and, and you, you see other teams that don't, so I don't know. Right. And also about the, uh, I want to talk about the disaster that is the Chicago Bears. Yep. Uh, you know, that, that, that game on Sunday was absolute CF. I and they, and I don't know what type of game plan they had <laughs> with uh, Justin Fields in times, them fumbling the football. But they didn't need, they didn't need to push the sweat <laughs> because a better like they all stay in Chicago or stay at the Dolan Hotel. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's, well, Jamal, I start paying attention to the Bulls. It looks like they're going to be entertaining. Well, they're going to be entertaining. 
playing it as for the World Series. I might watch it. I might not. I have very mixed feelings about, well, you know what I think about Houston. Atlanta I used to follow the kids when they were on TVS, but I kind of stopped following them when they were forced off the Superstation. So I guess I can root for Atlanta, but I don't know if I'll be checking it out at all or not. Okay. Well, all right. All right, Jamal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T- try to get home before you lose your breath, there, Jamal. Yeah, yeah don't lose your breath, Jamal. <laughs> all right, now. there we go. Okay, so uh, any. All right, we don't. So uh, Robert would just uh, have a little time to talk a little racing, I guess. And we're getting. When does the uh, season finally end? For this, uh, I think there's three more races. Um, yeah, because uh, it ends in November sometime. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. and uh, Kyle Larson won again, right? Yeah, nine. he's won nine races this year, and again, he's qualified for the final four, but you have to win the last race in order to win the title for yeah, the year. crazy, so. crazy. Well, well, it's not crazy. you got to win the Super Bowl to win it, even if you won all these. Yeah, but, yeah. See, but but then it, it's like an eliminated, you know, you got these people, they're in the final four, but everybody's still racing, and it's just kind of a strange deal. It's yeah. golf, too. I, they make, they, it's an artificial thing, you know, and it used to be, well, you had your point standings, and I guess maybe the attendance and the ratings weren't good if you knew that uh, Richard Petty or somebody was going to win the cup already uh, by, the, by the, you know, five weeks before the end, but hey, you know, that's life. Yeah. Uh, well, as far as I'm concerned, I think he deserves the title. So I hope uh, whenever the last race does take place that he does win it. And, well, if he loses, you know, he'll be known as the Patriots of 07, 08 yeah, in auto yeah. racing. Yeah. You know? Okay. All right. All right. Do we have anything that's else, it. guys? Or are we done? Uh, no, I think uh, that's it for this week. Sean? I don't have anything. We got right, one more caller. We just you, you have stuff to say. Hold on. We got a caller coming. And, oh, uh, Karen. Karen's here. I'll bet she wants to talk about her braids. Okay. Uh oh. Yes, indeed. Hey, Karen. Hello, Karen. Hey. <laughs> I'm really happy about the World Series. Uh huh. So, Karen, have you been listening to the Braves on on uh, you know because you can get them on the uh, radio? Yes. You know, and you've been yeah. listening to uh, to those guys and uh, Ben Ingram and uh, and uh, Ben Ingram Joe and Joe Simpson. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's cool. That's cool. I remember when the Braves were in the World Series in like the early 90s, and I would listen to Skip Carey and uh, everybody, you know, because they were on WSB and I could get them. And uh, yes. that, was, that was fun then. So it's nice that they're, you know, allowed to put them on the flagship like that. Yeah, and now they're on WCNN. <laughs> yep. Yes, 680. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's right. I am not listening to the Houston announcers. That would be very boring. <laughs> yes. I'll listen to Dan Shulman. Yeah. I'll go to Dan Shulman. Yeah. yeah, okay. But he has Jessica right. Mendoza with him, so that's a strike yeah. on him. Yeah. Yeah. So I there there you go, Karen. I will probably listen to Ben and Joe. That's correct. Uh, yeah. With this series. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. Well, good luck to the Braves. That's good luck sure. to the Braves. Yes. We're, uh, a lot of people yeah, are rooting yeah. for them, believe me. They they are. Are. <laughs> good. Sean. All right. Well, I do have something to say as we want to remind you, uh, Perry and Bill and the friends. Whoever those friends are, you never know, week to week. And we'll be back at their normal time tomorrow. I forgot to plug this earlier. 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, right here on this same Internet station. And if you want to hear this podcast again at any time, download it, legendoldies.com, or uh, type in Sports Lounge Live in your podcatcher, or tell your smart device to play 
Sports Lounge Live from Apple Podcast or the Sports Lounge Live Podcast from TuneIn, whichever one works for you, or go to 773-572-3006, option number nine. And we're going to be back next week, uh, another crazy week of football. Who knows? The World Series may be going on, and we're going to hit November. So uh, We are. Happy week. Halloween, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.